Chapter 1 And Puppy Makes Three We were young, we were in love, we were rollicking in those sublime early days of marriage when life seemed about as good as life can get. We could not leave well enough alone. And so on a January evening in 1991, my wife of 15 months and I ate a quick dinner together and headed off to answer a classified ad in the Palm Beach Post. Why we were doing this, I wasn't quite sure. A few weeks earlier, I had awoken just after dawn to find Jenny sitting in her bathrobe at the glass table on the screen porch of our little bungalow, bent over the newspaper with a pen in her hand. There was nothing unusual about the scene. Not only was the Palm Beach Post our local paper, it was also the source of half our household income. We were a two-newspaper couple. Jenny worked as a feature writer in the Post Accent section. I was a news reporter at the competing paper in the area, the South Florida Sun Sentinel, based an hour south in Fort Lauderdale. We began every morning poring over the newspapers, seeing how our stories were played and how they stacked up to the competition. But on this morning, Jenny's nose was in the classified section. When I stepped closer, I saw she was feverishly circling beneath the heading, Pets, Dogs. Ah, I said in that new husband, still treading gently voice, is there something I should know? It's that dumb plant, the one we killed. The one we killed? I wasn't about to press the point, but for the record, it was the plant that I bought and she killed. I had surprised her with it one night, a lovely large Deffenbachia with emerald and cream variegated leaves. I'd given it to her for no reason other than to say, isn't married life great? She had adored both the gesture and the plant and promptly went on to nurture the poor thing to death. Working on the assumption that all living things require water, but apparently forgetting that they also need air, she began flooding the Deffenbachia on a daily basis. The sicker the plant got, the more she doused it, until finally it just kind of melted into an oozing heap. I looked at its limp skeleton in the pot by the window and thought, man, someone who believes in omens could have a field day with this one. Now here she was, somehow making the cosmic leap of logic, from dead flora in a pot to living fauna in the pet classifieds. Kill a plant, buy a puppy. I looked more closely at the newspaper in front of her and saw that one ad in particular seemed to have caught her fancy. She had drawn three fat red stars beside it. It read, Lab, puppies, yellow, AKC purebred, all shots, parents on premises. So, can you run this plant pet thing by me one more time? You know, I tried so hard and look what happened. I can't even keep a stupid house plant alive. If I can't even keep a plant alive, how am I ever going to keep a baby alive? The baby thing, as I called it, was getting bigger by the day. When we had first met at a small newspaper in western Michigan, she was just a few months out of college, and serious adulthood still seemed a far distant concept. For both of us, it was our first professional job out of school. We ate a lot of pizza, drank a lot of beer, and gave exactly zero thought to the possibility of someday being anything other than young, single, unfettered consumers of pizza and beer. But years passed. 
We had barely begun dating when various job opportunities and a one-year postgraduate program for me pulled us in different directions across the eastern United States. By the time we both landed together in South Florida and tied the knot, she was nearly 30. Her friends were having babies. That once seemingly eternal window of procreative opportunity was slowly lowering. I leaned over her from behind, wrapped my arms around her shoulders, and kissed the top of her head. It's okay. But I had to admit she raised a good question. Neither of us had ever really nurtured a thing in our lives. A little smile broke out on Jenny's face. I thought maybe a dog would be good practice. As we drove through the darkness, heading northwest out of town where the suburbs of West Palm Beach fade into sprawling country properties, I thought through our decision to bring home a dog. It was a